wish I was going on summer camp. I, um, I just loved summer camp and, and getting away back, back in the day. And um, I think I might put my hand up next year and be a helper. Um, the team can take a seat. Thanks, guys. You rock. And um, if you're a, a kid's church person, give me an A.O. Yeah, love it. Love it. Anyway, happy Merry New Year. This is my first in-church service for 2023. It feels really good to be back. Um, I got COVID for my Christmas present this year. Um, and, you know, he- hearing there's quite a few of us that got that this year. But um, anyway, how many of you have been reflecting on 2022? I know I have. And um, thinking about last year, I really don't want to do this year like I did last year. You know, there's so many things that I wish that I could have done differently, done better. You know, I can't change what happened last year, but I can look back and reflect, and you can too, and I guess reassess those situations and actions that you may have done, and perhaps when presented with that circumstance again, do things a little bit differently. You know, 2023, I want to live a bit more on purpose instead of reactive, Live a bit more proactively and um, I think a little bit of last year I felt like I was on the back foot a lot. I don't want to live like that this year. And there's nothing like the start of a new year, fresh, starting over to get that sense of I can try again, I can do it better this time. And I wonder if you're the same. And so I've named my message this morning, New Year, New Purpose. And so what will be different about this year for you? You know, what are the things that you kind of think, I'd like to do that better this time round? What changes are you willing to make to do 2023 differently? And so as I'm thinking about 2022 and into 2023, new year, new purpose, there are some areas that I've been thinking about. And as I share them with you, um, things that I want to change and do differently, maybe they might resonate with you as well. And maybe it's the same for you. And so I guess in a few Sundays' time, we've got an anointing service. And so as I'm talking about these things and sharing about these things, if God's stirring your heart, then what a great opportunity to bring those things before the Lord at our anointing service so that we can commit them to prayer. Amen? So the first point I want to share with you about New Year, New Purpose, let go of the things that are holding me back and holding you back. And there are some things that I've been thinking about that are in those areas and you know all of us have stumbling blocks in our lives that hold us back and I guess what if 2023 was the year that you just changed one thing to from stopping you like holding you back one thing and so the first one I want to share with you is what we put in our mouth and I know that for me there are some areas that I need to cut back on how about you Christmas is not a great time to reflect on how much you may or may not have eaten. But, you know, maybe God's challenging you in this area for 2023. Maybe you need to cut back. Maybe you need to reassess. Maybe it's even just as simple as starting with eating an apple a day. You know, apple a day keeps the doctor away. But let 2023 be a year of change in this area if this is something that the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you about. New year, new purpose. 
What about what we let out of our mouth? Is this holding you back? You know, reflecting on 2022, I know I spent a lot of time grumbling, complaining about my circumstances when I was stressed. I spoke out my worries too much. And this year, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that kind of person. It's like, really, what on earth have I been speaking over my life? The stumbling blocks holding me back, holding you back, could be the very things that you're speaking out over your circumstances. So Ephesians 4.29 tells us, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, so it may benefit those who listen. Proverbs 4.24 tells us, Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Is what I'm speaking out wholesome? Is it uplifting and beneficial to those who are listening, including myself? (laughs) And it makes me giggle when I read these scriptures because my personality type is that I have to talk things out. And my poor husband, please pray for him, hears that my grumblings. And so I'm not sure it's all that beneficial for building him up. But nevertheless, he's a good man, very patient. Another area that could be holding you back, holding me back, is what we let in our eyes. And this is something that I've really begun to understand with Emmeline. Like, I have to be very careful with what she watches. She's got a beautiful, amazing imagination. So if anything's remotely supernatural or scary, she runs away with it. So I have to be mindful about what she watches. And so often I've had to stop a movie or stop a set of cartoons because I don't want that going in. But it's like that with us adults. What are we watching? What are we allowing in? Even mind-numbing stuff can impact us subtly. You know, for me, I'm a sucker of looking at new homes and homewares. But, you know, if I dwell on that and and keep watching that, it starts to feed an unhealthy want for things. Maybe I can start to get a bit envious and that's not necessarily a healthy attitude to start to grow in me. It's not what God wants. So what are you letting in your eyes that isn't great, that potentially is holding you back? New year, new purpose. Proverbs 4.24 says, let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Matthew 6.22-23 reminds us the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, the whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? It's interesting that in the rest of that passage in Matthew, it talks about money. So what is potentially sidetracking you? Or sidetracking you with those desires that are unhealthy, that are holding you back. 2023, new year, new purpose. Then I was thinking about the thoughts that we percolate on, the thoughts that we think about. Have they been holding you back? You know, I've mentioned many times I'm prone to worry. I'm a worrier. I can obsess about things unnecessarily. And it can take me to places that I, you know, don't need to be. But I was thinking about last year and I didn't do a very good job of reining those in. But this year I want to do it differently. This year, new, new plan, new purpose. New year, new purpose. 2 Corinthians 10.5, this is a familiar scripture with many of us. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets, us, it sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Is what you're pondering on godly? Is what you let percolate in the recesses of your brain for you or against you in Christ? 
Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. You know, how much credence have I or have you been given to the things that are opposite to those? You know, new year, new purpose. Let's not let our thinking be the thing that holds us back. Okay, another one, holding things that are holding us back, attitudes that we need to address or think about. You know, I'm not necessarily a revengeful person, but, you know, if I've been treated unjustly, it takes me a little bit of time to warm up to that person or trust that person. You know, have you been wronged in 2022 and find it hard to let go? Are you holding a grudge? Maybe your work or school or friendship world has left you feeling a little bit jaded after 2022. Maybe you've begun to put up a wall. Maybe you've developed a severe case of self-preservation. You know, I know that for us, it's a, a big area to be mindful of, especially as Christians and as our world becomes more difficult to be in. And our hearts are constantly challenged, aren't they, to act with love and compassion and grace. Our attitudes say a lot about where we are at. And so what attitudes have you let develop that are potentially holding you back? New year, new purpose. Amen? And now I'm not saying don't put down boundaries and don't be a doormat, but be careful what you let permeate in your heart. It could even be fear. Have you let an attitude of fear take the place of an attitude of faith more often than you'd like? I'm only human. New year, new purpose. Psalm 51.10, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. What a great prayer to pray if you're struggling in this area. And if you're worried about, you know, whether or not you're struggling and, and what the benchmark is, Galatians 5 is a really great measuring point and a guide to what not to have. You know, it, it tells us in verse 19 what the acts of the sinful nature are, you know, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and so on. You know, these attitudes left unchecked can actually sidetrack us from getting into heaven. You know, I think how often um, some of us might be quick to stick up our middle finger as a rotten driver drives past (laughs) or have a bad attitude when things don't go our way or maybe an attitude towards others we've could potentially let them turn into resentment and bitterness if we don't nip them in the bud. New year, new purpose. Let's bring these areas before God in 2023. And in Galatians 5 verse 22, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit. When we present these to God and submit these areas that we need help in before God, He's the one that comes and brings love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness and so on. Amen? things that could be holding us back, what we're investing our time into. Now, I'm the first to tell you that I can get lost in a good movie, a good TV series or a documentary. I can spend hours scrolling through Marketplace looking at things that I don't need. (laughs) But it whiles away the hours in fruitless activity whilst my washing basket becomes a permanent ornament in my lounge room. I just, but it's good to know, is what I am investing in worthwhile? We only get one life, right? And we 
have a chance to do this well. And as a parent with kids, they'll tell you that time flies very quickly. You know, are you too busy on your mobiles that you're missing investing in key relationships? Are you tied up with extracurricular activities that you shouldn't be that are holding you back? Have you overcommitted at work or in other areas with good intentions but perhaps aren't God intentions? We can waste so much time and energy on the things that aren't beneficial to us, things that hold us back. New year, new purpose. Psalm 127.1, unless the, house, the Lord builds the house, the let's start that again, shall we? Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labour in vain. I love that scripture because it reminds me to involve God in the process of things. And um, sometimes it's about pruning and cutting off those areas in our lives that aren't productive or fruit-bearing. What are you investing your time in that's potentially holding you back? New year, new purpose. And again, let me remind you, in the anointing service, submit these things to God if he's putting his finger on and we can pray for you. So the first one was things that are holding you back. Second point is dedicating time to recharge the batteries. And I didn't do enough of that last year. I don't know about you. I just was like on the go, 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 on the treadmill, work, kid, dinner, washing. You know the drill. You, most of you have got households to run. You get it. And there's a pressure of activity sometimes and I feel that and I don't know if, if you feel that. It's like almost we've got this pressure to squeeze every inch out of every bit of living moment. And sometimes, you know, it's, it, it's a bit crazy because it's not sustainable and we become stressed and burnt out. And I think COVID really helped us as a society realise that we just do too much. You know, that we need to take that time to recharge and to um, recuperate. So maybe 2023, God is speaking to you about this new year, new purpose. So what does that look like in our modern world? Practice mindfulness is the first thought that came to my mind. And I think that's a really great thing to practice. You know, we can get so caught up in the throes of life that we're so busy planning and organising and sorting, we're not present in the moment. You know, when a difficult situation presents itself, we're stressed or frustrated or angry and mindfulness can help us just rein that in. You know, mindfulness is the practice of being present in the moment, focusing on the sounds and the smells and the experience of the right here and now. Stilling your mind, not racing ahead and thinking about what you need to do or you should do. It's great to practice if you're stressed or angry or frustrated. It gives you that space to rethink and not react or act impulsively. And it can help you refocus, especially if you're someone like me who can be prone to worry Matthew 6.34, Jesus reminds his disciples in his teaching, therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I love reading this scripture in light of all of this because Jesus is reminding them, don't be racing ahead, don't be stressing about things you can't control. New year, new purpose. Second part of dedicating time to recharge the batteries is take the time to withdraw you know, I think we're so bad at giving ourselves permission to just withdraw, just take time out. We go, 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 go. 
And I am a mum and sometimes I'm at the bottom of the list when it comes to just taking time out for myself. You know, at the end of the day I hit zombie mode because I've been so busy running around all day and doing stuff. You know, there's something to be said about taking time out to withdraw and this is something this year I want to get better at. How about you? New year, new purpose. What if 2023 was the year you actually gave yourself permission to take time to withdraw? The Gospel of Mark has great examples, as many, of Jesus and his solitude. Mark 1 verse 35, very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went to a solitary place. Chapter 3 verse 7, Jesus withdrew from his disciples. Chapter 6 46, after leaving them, he went up to a mountainside to pray. Jesus was the Son of God. He was God himself in the flesh. He knew the importance of withdrawing to just get away from the busyness of life and the demands of people and pressure of all that was going on. You know, if we don't allow ourselves to regularly withdraw, we can end up doing our things out of our own strength, leaving us running on empty. We can cease to think straight and get frustrated easy and make mistakes. Withdrawing gives us that space to reassess, to recuperate gives us an opportunity to hear from God. New year, new purpose. Another part of this is reintroducing the Sabbath back into your life. Now, this was a model that God had set up for the Israelites, work six days and then rest. And I think that's a, it's something that we've lost in our modern world. Now, we don't live under the law like the Israelites did, but there's something about taking that time out, that dedicated time out. We need to recharge our batteries. Jesus, Jesus learned how to rest. You know, but in our modern world, it can be tricky. What does a Sabbath look like? You know, so many of us might be working six or seven days a week just to pay the bills. So a whole day might not be feasible. Maybe you're studying and working part-time and trying to do life. So what if you took one afternoon or one morning or a couple of hours here or a couple of hours there just to be and to just still yourself. God knows we need that rest. New year, new purpose. Dedicating time to recharge the batteries. And point three, so we've looked at things that are holding us back. Dedicating time to recharge our batteries. Point three, investing in our relationship with God. You know, any relationship needs investment. And it's true with our relationship with God. And in reflection of 2022, I know that I neglected some, some of that some of the time. Let's be honest, life gets busy, the challenges come. And sometimes in the moments when I should have, I didn't. <laughs> Just being honest, I'm only human. And so this year, new year, new purpose. I want to do this better. So the first one is time in God's presence. And I love this scripture and I'm reminded of it um, often. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Psalm 84 verse 10. There is nothing like being in the presence of God, being swallowed up in his presence. And I want to have more of that in 2023. But not just in those big swallowed up like a big daddy hug moment, but in the pressures of life. To know his presence is with me, to sense his and being paying attention to that more. New year, new purpose. Time in his word. 
in terms of investing in a relationship with God. I'm constantly being reminded of the importance of this, especially in light of persecuted Christians. Some people risk their lives for just one page of the Word of God. God's Word sustains us. Matthew 4.4, man does not live on bread alone, but by the very Word that comes from the mouth of God. God's Word guides us. Psalm 119 verse 105, your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. God's word teaches and corrects us. We know that scripture in 2 Timothy 3, that it's God breathed in correcting training and in righteousness. So I condense that for the sake of time. God's word protects us. Ephesians 6.17 tells us that God's word is the sword of this, the sword. And there's so much to be found in the word of God. His promises, his character, his plans, his purposes, comfort, peace. I needed more of that last year to know that, to get it in my spirit. New year, new purpose. We need to take the time to listen to God. In any good relationship, it's two-sided. We can't always do all the talking, right? <laughs> I'm good at that, doing talking. You know, how many times last year did I ignore that niggling voice to my own detriment? And I'll tell you something funny about this. Something simple, but I should have paid attention. New Year's Eve. I needed to go to the bathroom before I left the venue I was at. And I thought, no, I'm only five minutes away from home. I'll wait. I got home and I was locked out of my house and I had to wait for my husband to come. <laughs> Two hours later, should have listened to that small voice. You know, James 1.19 reminds us everybody should be quick to listen. And the last one in building my relationship with God intentionally doing that for 2023 is time to act you know God has been stirring in me in 2022 about doing and I'm not just talking about being on a roster or anything like that it's actually about sharing the gospel you know we know Matthew 28 18 is our mandate to go and make disciples to share the gospel and you know what last year I was so caught up in doing so many other things that I can't even remember if I even told a non-christian person about Jesus I don't want to do that this year. <laughs> I don't want to do that this year. 2023, new purpose. New year, new purpose. And I'm just about to end. I know I've gone a little bit over time. And I just want to finish with saying that, you know, when you're working on yourself, when God's putting his finger on things, when God's challenging you, new year, new purpose, we can kind of get overwhelmed with the enormity of it all. And oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do this? And sometimes we quit before we've even begun. But I want to remind us all that God has not even guaranteed us a year. He's not even guaranteed us tomorrow or even our next breath. But you know what? You have right now. Right now. And you can do that well just by making those small decisions in the here and the now. So whatever is God is speaking to you about, Maybe he's challenged you on some of these things. Maybe what I've spoken about doesn't even resonate. Maybe it's something else. But you have now to make those small decisions, to make that simple choice, one step at a time. One step at a time because we only have now. And God loves you and he's with you. So this year, 2023, new year, new purpose. What is it going to look like for you? Let me pray. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for this amazing bunch of people and hello to everybody online who's listening this morning. 
I lift these people up to you also. Lord, we don't want to live another year the same. We want to grow. We want to do better. Lord, in the areas that have been touched on today, and maybe there are other areas, Lord, we commit them to you this morning and we thank you that you are walking us along because you want us to be better than what we were yesterday because you love us. You're our heavenly father and we're your children. And Lord, this morning, for those that are out there that don't know you, who might feel like they're floundering in life, Lord, I just thank you that they can make a decision by saying, Jesus, come into my life. And you can help them on that journey of living life well. And I commit those people to you this morning, whether they're in the room or online or listening. Thank you, Lord, that they just need to say, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my wrongdoings. I want to live for you. So God, I just thank you for the here and now and for 2023. God, we just pray and ask that you would help us do life well. We welcome you into our lives to do life well. And we ask these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.